welcome to From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy in your home to design, architecture, yoga, meditation, and travel. I've created this podcast as a place to come for design inspiration and especially to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach. I am your host, Katerina Borinova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you all had a great week. I'm excited to share this episode with you where we will be diving deep into Vastu Shastra principles that you can apply if you don't own your home. So for example, Jesse and I, we are renters. And so I want to share with you tips on how to incorporate these Vastu Shastra principles if you've been listening to other episodes and how to do so if you don't own your home, if you're not able to paint your walls certain colors or, you know, demo walls, move things around. I want to share some helpful tips for you if you are renting. as we begin every episode, let's take a moment to kind of ground down and think of something we are grateful for in this present moment. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. What we do at the beginning of every podcast is just think of something we're grateful for. It could be something small, something large, whatever it is in this moment, just think of the first thing that comes to mind. And so as I'm sitting here recording this episode, I was thinking, what am I grateful for? And I had a really good workout yesterday. And so I just was really thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I feel really grateful for my body that it was able to do the workout I wanted to do yesterday. And I feel like the past few weeks I haven't been doing a lot more movement or going on walks or anything or getting on my yoga mat. And so yesterday I just had this really good workout. And I don't know if you've had that before where it's the endorphins after and you're all charged up and just full of energy and your body just feels so good. I'm so glad I got to do all the workouts I wanted to do and all the stretching and everything and all just, just felt so good to move in my body. And I'm so grateful that my body allowed me to work out. first began to study Vastu Shastra, I was worried that I would not be able to create the spaces and balance the elements of the home that I wanted to because I could not move doors, windows, rebuild rooms, relay out our upstairs since we were renting our apartment. But as I began to dive deeper into Vastu Shastra knowledge, I learned that you don't necessarily have to rebuild your entire home, but there are simple solutions you can do. And it was actually something I read was construction can sometimes cause more disruption than necessary in a space, which makes sense. I know sometimes when you have a remodel and you're remodeling your home, and I've seen this with some of our clients, it does create a disruptance to the rest of the home, even though you may be remodeling the kitchen, blocking it off with tarp, making sure none of the dust, dust still gets into other parts of your home somehow. And so... Sometimes construction can cause disruption, so you don't necessarily have to, you know, demolish half of your house to incorporate these Vastu Shastra principles. There are ways you can do it without having to remodel. And so to refresh, or if you're new to the podcast, in Vastu Shastra, each area of the home is governed by an element, a planet, and a deity. But to keep it simple for this episode, we will focus on the elements. 
So the northeast is represented by the water element. The southeast is represented by the fire element. The southwest is represented by the earth element. And the northwest is represented by the air element. And in the center of the home is ether. And so now each area of this home also represents things in our life. So for previous episodes, if you listen to the East is about health, when I talked about how to incorporate Vastu Shastra principles to enhance your well-being. In the North and the Northeast is your abundance, your prosperity. I also have an episode on that. And in the South is the career, your career, your ambitions. So that is governed in the Southern part of your home. And now you can balance these areas of the home by incorporating colors, elements, decorations to create that positive flow of energy and invite whatever it is that you are inviting into your home or focusing your energies on. So in one of my previous episodes about colors, I shared various colors you can use to decorate your home depending on the area of the home. And an easy way to remember what color best suits an area of the home, think about the element governing that area. So in the southeast, we have the fire element. So that's oranges and reds. While in the northwest, we have air. So you'd have your grays and your blues. Then the northeast has the water element. So it'd be like your blues and your greens. And then the southwest is the earth element. And there's a color wheel I created, which is on my Instagram account that you can kind of see how all the colors differentiate based on the quadrant of the home that you are working on. So what happens if you are renting, right? And you can't paint your walls certain colors. Instead, you can use decorations, pictures, paintings, and furnishings to balance that area of the home. And I wanted to share some of the things around our apartment that we have done because we are renters that has helped influence the Vastu Shastra principles and create that positive flow of energy. So something simple, for example, in our kitchen at the sink, we face east and we look out to this beautiful grassy area and we spend so much of our time in the kitchen, especially by the sink, we noticed we were always just like dropping water by the sink on the floor because our sink is kind of far from our stovetop and the main counter, which it's a few feet behind us, which isn't honestly the best layout. And so of course we drop water when we're carrying some washed vegetables over to cook at the stove. And it's of course so uncomfortable when you're cooking and you step on something wet and you don't know what it is. And so our solution to that was to find a rug we could have by the sink that could you know, catch those few drops of water. And so as I began to search for one, I knew this was a chance to incorporate a color associated with this area of the home. So looking out east, east is in between the water element and the fire element. So I had some colors to choose from. I could do greens and yellows because that's about a little bit of a mix right at that point. And so I found this beautiful rug. It's actually handmade from a sustainable company in Portugal. I'll provide a link in the show notes. I found them on Etsy. And they had this beautiful green shade of the rug. It fits perfectly in the space. I love the texture, the feel of the rug. And so even something simple as adding a rug with the color associated to that area can make all the difference. Our kitchen, as I mentioned, is in the southeast area of the home, which is the fire element. 
And so what we've done to balance this area of the home is incorporate also red appliances. And we have a red toaster, a red frother. We also just got a new speaker because we like to listen to music while we cook. And so that's red. I also mix it up with some dish towels that I got from my mom, which was a mix of orange and reds. And so just adding those little touches to the space creates that just balance of energy. And another thing is I love decorating with fresh flowers around the home. So each week when we go to the grocery store, I like to find flowers that match maybe whatever's happening in our lives or if there's a holiday coming up or thinking about what areas of the home I want flowers in depending on what is happening in our life, right? And so sometimes I can add red flowers into the southern part of our home, which is where our dining room is because the southern part of the home is associated with career. So maybe if we have a big project coming up, I like to add a little bit of that red, maybe a brownish red, beautiful red roses, for example, to that area of the home to enhance that energy. And you can even add plants around the home. That's something as simple with what you do want to keep in mind though is you want the plants to be taller in the southwest area of the home. So if you have taller plants, that's where you want those plants and keep the low plants in the northeast area of the home. The reason of this is because you want the north area of the home free of any blockages. So tall trees in front of the northeast or the north part of your home doesn't allow for the energy to flow into the house, into your space. And you don't want that energy to get stuck. Because as I said, the energy pulls from the north into your home. And this is if you live, of course, in the northern hemisphere. And so adding some plants into your space. Also, simple additions to a space that can change the flow of energy is a throw pillow or a blanket. So in the northeast corner of our home, I wanted to kind of tap into that prosperity and abundance that you can have from the northeast corner of the home. And so I wanted to add some sort of blue color. I felt like, you know, we have this like chase lounge, this is like brownish, yellowish, goldish hue colors. And so I just simply took a blue blanket. We have a dark blue blanket and I threw it over the chase. I added two pillows. I added pillows with like blues in them. And I just put those little throw pillows on. And within a week, we got a check in the mail for, I think it was like $1,200. And so just those little simple things you can add to the space that allows that energy to flow through and bring you whatever it is that you are calling in. For example, we also have a fountain that we put in our patio. Our patio is in the northeast corner of the home, so the water element. So we also have one upstairs in the northeast corner of our home in the guest room. So incorporating elements, so you have the water element you don't necessarily have to have a fountain. You can have photos of a waterfall or images maybe you took of the ocean or a river in that area of the home. In the southeast corner of the home, how you have the fire element, you can add candles to this space. 
anything you can think of with the fire, maybe if your fireplace is in this area of the home. And so that is something for the southeast corner. The southwest, we have the earth element. So of course, that's a lot of just grounding materials maybe you can use. There's also if you have a grounding mat or a place for maybe your crystals, if that's the place you want to display your crystals, those are grounding elements. And then in the northwest corner, you have the air element. So thinking about maybe chimes or incense, those are ways you can incorporate the elements into the areas of your home just by adding little simple things such as that. If you have a lot of windows that face west or south, this can be harmful because the radiation from the sun has numerous electromagnetic waves and the south specifically corresponds to the infrared and gamma rays and the infrared rays that come from the south can affect your health. Of course, when you're outside, you know you have to wear sunscreen because these rays can disrupt your skin cells, but also having this light directly come into your home can bring in those rays and cause damage to the energy. And so what you can simply do is use curtains or shade to block that afternoon sun. And those shades could be, because it's in that southwest corner, they could be some sort of those colors could be brown or beige or maybe some red, but have fun with those colors and with whatever curtains you may find or maybe a fun pattern. Those are ways you can block those rays in that come into your home. And of course, lastly, and I've said this before, is reduce clutter in your home. I had an episode where I almost went on a full tangent about reducing clutter, but it is so powerful. By reducing clutter, you're allowing energy to not become stagnant, but to flow through the space. And so it could even be simple as cleaning out a drawer to cleaning out a whole room. There's just so much energy that can get stuck when you kind of have a mess of stuff or just a pile of things that isn't organized. And you can also notice when you do clean and you do reorganize, there's a sense of satisfaction. I don't know about you, but for me, there is a huge sense of satisfaction when I clean out a drawer or clean out a cabinet and then I can find everything I need and I'm not so frustrated. And so reducing clutter, that is a simple tool that you can use to bring in the flow of energy and not let it get stuck. To be honest, I was a bit hesitant at first while adding these colors or elements to certain areas of my home because I wasn't sure if I would really create a balanced home that flows. Because again, I wasn't moving the layout of walls, I wasn't rearranging how our house was built, structured, adding new windows, doors, remodeling areas. But the more I noticed where I placed things, and I did so with good intention, which of course is something I always say is do so with good intention, bring things into your space with that good intention, I noticed there was just a more positive energy I could feel in the home. When I really became aware of how I decorated, what textures I used, colors, based on the elements governing those areas of the home. 
And we've really turned our apartment into a sanctuary. I love our apartment, especially over, of course, the last two years with COVID and being at home more. It truly is worth the investment to take the time to find items that work with the energetic flow of the home because you will feel that energetic shift. And so I encourage you to use these tools I have shared and experiment with what feels right for the space and you. Trust yourself as you make these changes because if you feel something is off or the energy doesn't feel right, don't force it. Trust yourself, you will know how the energy feels around you. And so I hope these tips helped, especially if you are someone who is renting or doesn't own the space that they're living in, that there are ways you can introduce Vastu Shastra principles without having to rebuild a home or remodel. So I hope you found this to be helpful and share what you've done and tag me on Instagram at from the honeycomb podcast. I love to see the ways you incorporate Vastu Shastra principles. And if you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at from the honeycomb podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Friday.